the set. Can we please have quiet on the set? Awesome! I came to, I came pay. to pay. There's a price to pay. Time for you to get down on your knees. I, I came to pay. And you are listening to probably the most awesome episode of FOW Live here on the FOW Radio Network. My name is Patrick, your host with me. Danny Danger and Eric Mikavillas could possibly be on assignment, who knows. Uh, she is literally on the road to WrestleMania. She may actually be walking there um, as we speak. But fellas, welcome. It's Thursday night. It's a brand new um, week here. Month is almost over. But I think Eric can agree with me. It is truly awesome. This is the most hype I've ever been to start a podcast in my entire life. Oh my goodness! Um, yeah, I'm, I've been rolling my eyes since we started. So let's continue for more of that. I guess should have been. I should be drinking. I guess I have yeah. a grin on my face that I don't think you can surgically remove right now because when you started playing the music, I did the Mrs. Entrance in my kitchen. So oh my goodness. <sighs> yes, you're welcome. You know, I am the people's host. Uh, so, I'm here to please everyone. Well, not everyone, obviously. Dan no, has got a no, bit of not this today. everyone. No, no. This is but better hey, than the nachos know? I had for dinner. There you go. I mean, Eric does have to endure us talking uh, every once in a while about New Japan for five to fifteen minutes. So, um, you know, th- this is extra for him. I figure, you know, the extra with the song would be, uh, you know, just. The uh, as, as people say, the icing on the cake. I agreed. It was great. A plus would do again. So with that, let's go ahead and kick it up with uh, well, uh, the show that was uh, WWE's Elimination Chamber live on uh, for the last time in the United States for the next no, no. five years. No, no. Fastlane has been announced for network. Well, yeah, yes, but also on uh, also it's going to be on, on Peacock, Peacock. Yeah, but but standalone, okay, standalone here. The last time you'll be able to see it only on the WWE Network. Um, it, listen, it's smart of them to hold off and do Fastlane on both broadcasts because you know, didn't this happen what uh, seven years ago? Today mm-hmm. or not today? Seventy years ago, last year, last week, I think it was, where we had the Illumination Chamber was the first uh, um, pay per view, and you know there was some streaming issues. Uh, needless to say, um, I mean, I still remember. I think it, it, it's been about um, I can't remember about a week or so since my anniversary when I first signed up for the network. Even though I did get to sign up for the network on the day it launched. It, it probably took me almost uh, like six or seven hours to be able to do so. Um, but yes, uh, Elimination Chamber, uh, the, the last sh- pay-per-view of the non-Peacock era. Uh, so yeah, no cocks allowed, or Peacocks, sorry, <laughs> allowed here. 
Uh, and live from the Thunderdome uh, in the Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg. Uh, and this show, um, you know, they have but one but two Elimination Chamber matches, neither which, you know, would involve the women. I was surprised that they didn't get one, but, well, here we are. Um, so we got some news. Keith Lee at the beginning of the show was out of uh, his triple threat match for the United States Championship. Um, not not much has been said about him and his situation. And usually when something is kept up, trash, it's usually, you know, COVID-related. But let's hope that's not the case. I know his fiancé had COVID earlier this year. Um, let's just hope uh, all the best uh, for Keith Lee. Uh, but... We needed a, a new uh, uh, a new contender uh, to join uh, Matt Riddle and uh, Lashley here for the Triple Threat. So the pre-show match was actually a fatal four-way with Ricochet, Mustafa Ali, Elias, and John Morrison. And uh, John Morrison wins about seven minutes, a pretty fun uh, fatal four-way. Uh, and John Morrison will, you know, replace Keith Lee later on the night, but what do you guys think of uh, the pre-show here? I mean, I it, was, it, was a- it was a match that was meant to do what it was meant to do. You know, it was meant to get the crowd warmed up, and I think they did that. You know, they went out there and they did some some interesting stuff. You know, Ricochet did his flippy stuff and and uh, and all that, so that usually gets the crowd crowd going. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, like, like Danny said, it was a lot of Ricochet flippies, and then there was a lot of flippies, period, in that match because Joe Mo's a flippy. Ali can flippy. Yeah. Elias can't flippy. Elias um, base can flippy. catch. He can Elias, catch flippies. Elias can be a good base for the flippies, yeah. Um, but, I mean, it did what it was supposed to do. I actually thought Joe Mo would, would leave with the uh, U.S. title, but I guess that's uh, another topic for later. Yeah. Um, when he won, I think one of the things I mentioned to you guys uh, on our group chat was uh, how sweet it would be if, uh, you know, Morrison won the U.S. championship. And, you know, the talk is always about Miz cashing in. So what if he cashed in? And at the end of the night, both uh, left with titles. Um, well, uh, what it was a cool idea to think about, you know. Let's see how we got, uh, how that ended up. Uh, in your opening match, longest match of the night, um, the, the elimination chamber, uh, for the number one content. Well, I guess a, just a title shot for the universal championship, uh, which as announced it would follow, uh, the elimination chamber match. So no time I want to, to say that's the first time they've done that, right? Yeah. Where they've uh, you like, yeah. You win number one contendership, and then you face. You immediately have to face the champion. Yep. Yeah, but it would not be the last time that the winner of that match has a championship match right after. Well, no. Alluding to the future. Anyways, uh, yeah, and uh, a great match. Uh, I probably I don't and I'm not gonna kind of get ahead, but to me I enjoyed this one was my favorite of the uh, two um, of the of the two elimination chamber matches, and actually 
this was my match of the night. You know, we started the night off with the best match, in my personal opinion. A really fun. Uh, as much as I even hate Corbin, I feel like uh, he really played a good part of being the monster heel um, who, you know, destroyed everybody uh, that came, came through. And, you know, the rest of the guys, including Jay or Jimmy, whichever he is, uh, the Uso, I'll call him that. Uh, yeah, they all played their part and were, were fantastic. And at the end, uh, of course, as I predicted, Daniel Bryan wins the Elimination Chamber match. Yeah, I mean, this one you had all the the you know it's you had all the workers basically. You had all the hardworking guys who go out there and bust their butts in matches. Um, you know, with Bryan and Cesaro, and you know, and you mentioned Corbin and stuff. So, um, you know, we expected it to be a really good match. It definitely was. Um, it's also my match of the night. Uh, this was a very fun chamber. You could tell the, the, the effort put into it by the workers. Uh, you know, like you said, it had, it was the work rate chamber essentially, um, with Brian Cesaro, Uso, Whoever else was in it, Corbin. That's four. Who are the other two? I know I'm Sammy, and, Sammy Kevin. and Kevin. Yeah. Come on. So yeah. The literal the literal uh work rate uh chamber. Um I I expected them to go Cesaro just because of how heavy they have been uh touting him recently. Um but maybe they went with Brian because they have different plans with Cesaro. Um who knows? Uh, but it was a great match. Uh, you'll never hear Corbin hate from me because I think Corbin is one of the most underrated workers on the roster. So yeah. he does his job well. His job's to not be liked, and he makes exactly. you not like him. He's he acts like a piece of shit, and they boo him like one. So hey, somebody's doing his well, job right. Right, right now they pipe in the booze. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Right, right, yeah, right there. But look, listen, I, I feel like because Daniel Bryan won it, he had to immediately face Roman Reigns after the beat that he received uh, in the chamber match. I you know those uh, forgiving, unforgiving chains of steel, or whatever they call it. So look, back, what, five years ago, booking, you know, a match between Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. It would have been the worst idea ever, right? Because you're trying to push Reigns as your top baby face, but everybody wanted Brian. Everybody yeah. wanted Brian, and everybody was all about the yes movement. And, you know, this was going to flop because there's no way that people were going to embrace Roman. Now, fast forward, 2021, the, the tribal chief, the head of the table, is the biggest hill of the company against the biggest underdog, the the darling of the daily universe. It w- it was a perfect story because hey, the fans were gonna hate Roman even more for just coming in and just destroying Daniel. And again, but this time with a purpose and crushing, you know, the you know, just the hopes and dreams of every single member of the universe who was watching live on WWE Network. 
uh, and just start. Maybe, maybe that engine, that engine that could, could again, right? And then they start a match off with this quick, uh, you know, move into the submission, and you know, you can already see, you no know, people's emotions are, are are getting there. They're getting hyped right here. You know, the true people's champion. You know, the little man, that's the, the the everyday man who's gonna do it. The B plus player. Yeah, who this, he finally will get the A that he's always deserved. But nah. instead, tribal chief sent Daniel Bryan back to the kitty table. You know, Roman Reigns, and you know, stays in the head and remains. Universal Champion. Perfect story now. Man, this is why I've been clamoring for Roman Reigns to go heel for so long. I'm telling you, man, when Roman Reigns turns babyface in the future, he will. It'll be what the people want. People will call for it eventually, and it'll be organic, and then from there, you, WWE and Vince Man are going to have Rain, Roman reign over the league for a long time, as they've always wanted. But they needed to get the people on board, and they're, they're following the right formula now. And it's perfect, and I love it. Sucks to Brian lost. I would have loved him to win as well. But alas, it was a perfect ending for the Universal Championship. Yeah, and I don't think that it would have went any other way. Um, Roman's not losing that title before WrestleMania, and there's no guarantee that... Even there, he's going to lose it. So um, I, I will admit I popped pretty hard for the um, the spear into the yes lock. I thought that was absolutely fantastic. Very well done. Um, don't think that I've ever seen something like that. So that's always good when, you know, you've been watching wrestling for almost 30 years and, you know, can't remember seeing something. Um just goes to show the ingenuity of Brian. Um, but yeah, and then then Roman just beat the hell out of him for, what, two minutes? Two, three minutes? And it was over. Um, well, it's, but good. I mean, it's it's very reminiscent of, you know, of uh, when the cash-in comes after the Elimination Chamber. You know, like, that's yeah. what it made me think of. You know, like, like the guy's edge. already been beaten down. Yeah, Edge and yeah. Cena and stuff. And so it, you know, it, yeah, he was beaten down and beaten down, and you know, here comes the the big bad heel to to take advantage. And it's, I think that's actually pretty a pretty good analogy too, because Brian started the chamber, and I think in 06, Cena started. It was like the Cena started well. and won, yeah, and went through and won, and yeah, because he was Superman Cena. So of I actually course. thought Carlito was going to win that chamber. I'm not gonna oh lie. my goodness! You really thought Carlito was going to win the chamber and win the heavyweight? Well, on, an, on like, I don't know. I was. It was weird. I just thought that for some reason Carlito would win it. I don't know. I was young, and obviously didn't know better. All right. Well, moving on. Uh, triple threat match for well, we missed something. States Championship. After after the beatdown of Brian, Edge made his intentions known. Oh yes, yes. The spear heard, well watched. 
around the universe. Yeah. Edge spears for Roman Reigns, and he and does well with it. The Battle of the Spears is official. Mm-hmm. And of course, Edge does what every person does on the road to WrestleMania. Points at the points sign. Points at the sign. Uh, is yeah. it Mania season if you don't point at the sign? I don't Can know. you it's even like have a, a WrestleMania if you don't point at the sign? It's like if a tree falls in the woods and no one's around to hear it, does it make a sound? It's kind of one exactly. of those questions. It's, yeah. There really it's, is it's, no it's, answer. Yeah. See, it's it's Nobody not necessarily it's it, it's not necessarily it's not WrestleMania if you don't point at the sign. It's more like uh, if it's if the sign's there, you point at it. You know? Touche, touche. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you you point. Otherwise, you know, are you really a wrestling fans? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To point or not to point, there is no question. You point. Precisely. Because you might not get any other times to point, so you want to take advantage mm-hmm. while you can. Yeah, because pointing is rude. Because who knows? There might be a pandemic that slows down our, uh, anybody going to WrestleMania. Yeah, well, hopefully it wouldn't slow us down. Uh, speaking of, I hear uh, they're looking to have up to 30,000 people at WrestleMania. Um so that that'll be interesting. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how many of those would actually be tickets sold. I'll be uh, one. You know, where, so where, we well, yeah, that's yeah. and then the truth. So yeah, we'll we'll see. They're still trying to make those determinations. Uh, another thing I heard is that they're still working on um, securing a location for Raw and SmackDown. Uh, um, so I have some I, news on that. Oh yeah, I a group that I'm in um, made a post today saying that they have secured suites for uh, Friday and Monday at the Amelie Center. So I'm going to assume that SmackDown and Raw will have fans in attendance WrestleMania weekend. I mean, I believe that it, that it is what they're pl- that they're hoping to do. Um, so yeah, uh, that that will be that. interesting. Uh, they also have to be out of the Tropicana Center uh, because baseball, baseball, you know. Yep. And they can't. I don't know what they're gonna do either because the Amelie Center is still gonna be uh, have basketball because basketball is until June. And I don't really know where they're going to go otherwise. Well, no, they can do the Amelie Center because there is no Tampa basketball. I was thinking Orlando. Sorry. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they start touring again. Maybe. I'm not sure. But, I mean, I believe that having fans – in attendance is only a thing that they're planning to do for WrestleMania weekend. Probably. So, you know, we just got to wait and see uh, what they could come up with. Uh, but, yeah, so baseball is getting in the way. Uh, they're trying to get fans. So, yeah, um, a lot lots, uh, lots to be determined. Um, but I think, yeah. As they're finalizing that and uh, working out all the kinks about uh, 
about you know just security, protection, uh, safety, COVID. Daily, uh, you know, is doing everything to make sure that they have a safe, a, you know, environment, and not only that, um, you know, they want to be able to just have everything go smoothly. Uh, because look. Super Bowl happened what two weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, you know, and you know, you don't hear anything about any big outbreak or anything happening following that. So uh, they really wants to, you know, it, it, they're singing the same tier as any of the major sports, and they want to be able to come out and and report that they were also safe, that people, you know, were you know were safe and. You know, there were no outbreaks uh, because that that's the kind of thing I expect out of the smaller shows that are happening, all 20-plus other independent wrestling shows, mm-hmm. uh, which is disgusting. But, yeah, I appreciate uh, the two shows that I plan to go to. Uh, and, yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, but, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I can't wait to get my ticket. I'll be there. All right, so now... The United States Championship match. Bobby Lashley defense against Matt Riddle and John Morrison. And you have a new United States champion. Matt Riddle uh, pins uh, John Morrison. He's just Riddle. He doesn't have a first name anymore. So, yeah. Uh, I know, Eric, you hate it. Yep. What did you guys think of the match? I like Jomo. I like what he does in matches, so it was pretty good. But yeah, I was a little surprised they went with Riddle. Um, you know, not that he's not talented, but this little surprise they threw the title on him right away. Meh. That's pretty much it. Meh. Well, uh, yeah, fun match. Um, and Bobby Lashley, no belt. Uh, yeah, not sure where he's going. I mean, yeah, I think ahead of the show, he had done an interview uh, talking about his future, how he was talking about how uh, Cedric and – you know, has a big feature, and then the other guys had a big feature, but he's like, Bobby's like, I'm not gonna be here that much longer. It's like, and he feels like right now he's in, in re- ready to uh, to do bigger things. Um, you know, his days are, are, you know, his his days are, you know, numbered. Uh, and you no, know, I gotta admit, you know, when he came back, you know. His status on and off, you know, just you know, not necessarily always working well. But once, you know, that the the hurt business got together, uh, I, it it, it revitalized his career and done a lot for him. I, I believe that, yeah, MVP is the the MVP of uh, the COVID year because, yeah, he's gotten him through. He's be able to not not only make Lashley look and be the 
big, huge force that he, you know that we know he can be. Uh, brought Shelton Benjamin from semi-retirement and helped elevate uh, Cedric uh, into you know we taking him seriously because you know we know how good Cedric is. Uh, yeah, so really fun. Uh, see what happens there. Uh, more on that later. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defeat Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks in, I usually don't say this, but yeah, the worst match of the night. Um, th- this match just was there. It was uninteresting. And it looked and felt discombobulated, or however you say that word. Discombobulated. Sure, English is not my first language. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't really know what's been going on, but the the match that they had Sunday and the match that Shayna and Naya had Monday, both were kind of super sloppy. Um, and that's weird to me because... Shayna's not known for her sloppiness, um, whereas her tag partner more so is. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's just, I don't know. Shayna needs to get out of Naya. That that needs to be that needs to be over, um, quick, fast, and in a hurry. Uh, which hopefully it ends Wednesday. Um, otherwise, yeah, this is exactly the outcome I expected. Didn't expect uh, Sasha and. Bianca to win, but I also didn't expect Reginald to play a part in that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I saw the possibility of them doing the whole champions who don't like each other thing with Sasha and Bianca. You know, they respect each other, but they don't really like each other because they're going to, they want to fight for that belt that Sasha holds. So I've, you know, they've done that time and time and time again where they, Pair the people who don't like each other together to win the belts, hold them for a week or two, then drop them and keep keep their feud going. Um, over you know the singles title, so I kind of thought that they might do that here, but um, no, they let the the tag champs retain. Yeah, I totally expected the title switch to happen. Just because, you know, like you said, that's just what happens when two people are about to face each other. Um, uh, I'm glad it didn't happen. But at the same time, it's like, man, uh, I don't know. This is just not good. Not that good. But it was, uh, oh, it was, it was, yeah, it was there. It was a match. And we end with uh, the Elimination Chamber for the WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre defeated AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton, Sheamus as somebody's building something in the background uh, to to retain the WWE Championship. Yeah. yeah, I was happy that happy that Drew came through and won. Um, you know, I mean, I would have liked, wouldn't have mind if a couple other people had won it, 
if Seamus had won it, for example, I would have been really happy. If, um, you know, but uh, I was really happy that Drew went through and won it. I thought that was that was a good thing, it, good for his character. Yeah, I liked uh, I liked the fact that Drew won. Um, I honestly expected Alexa to play a part in Orton getting eliminated, but uh, he was the first to go. Um, shockingly, uh, but was it really nothing noteworthy in this match? Super noteworthy. Um, Hardy did his flippy stuff and. AJ did a little bit of his stuff, and yeah, AJ did his stuff. Oh, almost ripping the the freaking chamber apart was kind of cool, so that AJ <laughs> could get out and go in. I'm starting to like Amos. I'm not even gonna lie, dude's starting to grow on me, and I don't just say that because he's seven foot tall. I hear you can't teach that. I I also hear that you can't teach that. Is there really seven feet tall though? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, according to the internet, he's built at six feet five inches. Almost? Mm. Who? Oh, almost? No, I thought. Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about McIntyre. No, I was talking about Moss. Oh, I, I said he's, he's more like to grow on me. He's like, well, how much can he grow? He's, he's seven three. Yeah, he can't grow seven, anymore. Three, I think. Seven. I like him. He's like, I mean, like I said, I like him. He's starting to go. Uh, he's starting to, to to come into his own as a performer. Um, but yeah, outside of outside of that, I can't really even tell you another spot in the chamber match. Yeah. Um. Let's just let let's just let not don't, let's not let the, the the ring bell ring when he's in the ring and ruin our. Good thoughts about him. Just saying. I fear. But alas. Yeah, good match. Really good match. Uh, you know, I, I too expected some shenanigans with Orton. Uh, either from Alexa or from uh, the return of the Fiend. We didn't get it either. So, yeah. Not, not shalant. Um no nonchalant eliminations, but we got uh, the champ to retain. And, of course, that led to Bobby Lashley coming out of nowhere and destroying Drew McIntyre. Um, he had it coming. No, that's an overstatement. He just came and just basically said, hey, I want a title shot. And then he left, and then the Miz came out. Valiantly came and faced a BWWE champion, Drew McIntyre, an unstoppable force on his own. You know, he was well rested from the Elimination Chamber match he just participated in. And Miss, with all the strength and, you know, determination that he's had ever since he showed up on our TVs. What twenty plus years ago, give or take? I still can't remember when I saw, when he was oh, in the real world. Oh, no, no, no. real world! Uh, listen Shit. to me. Uh, I, I started. I started watching Mike Mizanin on MTV, buddy. Okay, 
I watch Matt. I mean, if you want to be technical, so did I. Because tough that season of Tough Enough was on MTV. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Whatever. Anyways, (laughs) yeah. I, I, I I remember Mike Mizanin in his real world bedroom with a fake WWE championship, calling himself the Miz. Say he wanted to be a professional wrestler, and people thinking that he was ridiculous. Well, who's laughing now? Yeah. In 31 seconds, the Miz won the WWE Championship uh, for the second time and became a two-time, not one-time, but two-time Grand Slam champion. The only one in history, baby. No other men, woman, or deity, deity, or however you say it, has ever been able to do that. Hmm. That's now warm your heart. Listen, but let's 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 take a bit. I'm a big picture guy, okay? I like to look at the big picture things and you know, I would like, I, I do like to credit the Miz for coming out and, you know, putting this valiant effort and challenging Drew McIntyre, who's unstoppable. All right, we're talking about the man who defeated Brock Lesnar and the Big Show on the same night, um, and who has ruled over Monday nights uh, over the past year. Um, yeah. I eliminated Brock Lesnar from the Royal Rumble last year. You know, so I eliminated him off our yeah. TV screens. So Drew McIntyre, right? You know, he's unstoppable. The Miz was able to defeat him in 31 seconds in valiant effort. But look, big picture. Let's give credit where credit is due. The Miz for almost a year had not yet had the as people like to say in my country, cojones to come out and cash in the Money in the Bank brief title shot. But, but, it wasn't until one man, a possible future Hall of Famer even, I'll even go that far, okay? Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny had to slap some good sense into the Miz earlier in the night, okay? You know, he was, you know, with that one slap and the and the one phrase is like, I'm a champion. Where is your belt? You're not a champion. Okay? You know, first of all, he, you know, he gives him words of wisdom and then slaps some sense into him that I believe is the true cause of the reason why the Miz is right now a well, part of, okay? We can't deny the Miz's greatness. Part okay. of the reason why the Miz is right now WWE champion. Yeah, I mean, what a great valiant effort he put up against Drew McIntyre. I mean... For everything that Drew has accomplished in the last year, Miz uh, beat him in 30 seconds. So let's be for real. Who's the real better worker here? 
Uh, Fair and square, may I say. There was no interference in this match. None whatsoever. It was hard fought and valiant and just everything that you would expect from a Miz match. Um, And he walks away with the WWE Championship as he should have multiple times over the last 10 years. But for some reason... um, you know, management has decided to not put the belt. I have to sneeze. All right. So management has decided to not put the belt on him. I thought he should have won the title four years ago when he cut that fun promo on Talking Smack, but whatever. We're not talking about that. Um, yeah, so... And, and when you look at the two, look at Drew and look at Miz, who, who, who looks more like the face of a company? Uh, let me give you the answer. It's Miz. Um, his own TV show, Miz. Hollywood star, Miz. I mean, the, 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 the possibilities are endless with Miz with the WWE Championship. I mean... Think he could go to the the Today Show with, with or live with Regis, not Regis, uh, with Michael and Kelly. Like you wouldn't see Drew doing any of that. No, no, because the Miz, the Miz is the one that does that because he is the face of the company, as he should be. It's a great face. Um, and, and and that's and that's why I think it's gonna be. A little bit, you know, Lashley's all wanting his title shot. And, and, you know, The Miz will oblige. You know, Fastlane's coming up. Uh, WrestleMania. Uh, I I think there's a pay-per-view in October. Um, But, but, you know, right now The Miz has so much PR that he has to do. He just doesn't have time to defend the title. Um, and, And Lashley just has to understand that. But... I'm super proud of The Miz. It's what he has deserved for a long time. So, yeah, it's great. Fantastic day. No. All right, so we, we gave you plenty of chance, Danny, to, you know, get, you know, puke a little here and there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So now, now that you got the puking out of the way, please, uh, be- become a negative Nancy here in the world of the Miz. Yeah, well, I just don't like him. I don't like him. I don't like the way he wrestles. I don't like his uh, his. See, to me, I'm I'm a guy who likes wrestling with my wrestling. Okay, and the Miz is a sports entertainer, not a wrestler. And so that's why he's more into the doing all the media and doing the you know the sketches and the. His his talk show on TV, you know, on on their you know Miz TV and all that stuff, he's doing that. That's what his focus is, and his in ring stuff is blah. Okay, I've never watched a Miz match and decided, wow, that was a really good match. I think I'm gonna watch that again. I've never said that in my entire life. I've never went back and and watched a Miz match and then been like, wow, that match was really good. It's more about the end result and what happens, and so that's the sports entertainment aspect. It's more about. Not the match itself, but the end result and where the story goes. Um, so that's why I've never really liked Miz. Um, and he's kind of flabby, but um, you know, 
that's that's Jomo Jomo makes fun of him for that anyways. So um, that's good about how he's fat. Uh, that, but, that was the best part of when they were a tag team. Before he used to make fun of Miz for being fat. But think about it. This is going to be the first time that the WWE Championship will go to Slamtown. Yeah, but it's well, just going out as a visit, though. Yeah, because well, Jomo can't can't cut the mustard. It's always been the Miz. Jomo's the Genetti. Well, who needs mustard when you can have ketchup? Um. Okay. Look. Um. I'm kidding, Jonah. You know, Jomo is not a Genetti. Absolutely not. That 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 was Mercury's job. Um. If this match, this 31, the 31 second spectacle had happened in Tokyo, Japan, Dave Meltzer would have given it 10 stars. All right. Mm-hmm. We're broken all right. Yep. Um, only, yeah. only if it happens in the Tokyo Dome, though. Yeah. That's, of course. Meltzer's of course. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, it's all right. At some point, his mom will clean his bedroom. Uh, or basement, whatever, or, or yeah, whatever, he, whichever room he stays on. All right, uh, yeah, so that was uh, Elimination Chamber. Of course, they did announce, uh, as Eric did allude, uh, we will see Fastlane on WLU Network and Peacock. You know, they just want to be co- covering all their bases, making a smooth transition uh, a- a- as they change uh, from the network uh, over to uh, streaming Peacock. on Peacock. So, but WWE's WrestleMania will be strictly on the Peacock network. So, by that time, all of us will will subscribe. Uh, uh, my plan is actually to just I'm going to allow them to roll over my my WWE subscription, the renews at the end of this month through the end of March, and then I'm going to cancel the subscription and then I am actually going to sign up for an annual subscription of the Peacock network because apparently that's cheaper. So, Are you getting the commercials or the commercial free one? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm going for the f- commercial free. Praise God. Yeah. I, I ain't about all that. So can't, nice. can't deal with commercials. Did I, I hate that when you pay like ten or fifteen bucks a month and then you still gotta sit through commercials. I'm like, what am I what is my money going to mm-hmm. then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did I miss? Why is Tyson oh. do? So yeah. Uh so yeah, uh you know, I give this show um what score? Uh I, I'm going with uh an A. I'm also going with an A. An A for awesome! Um, definitely wouldn't go that far. Um, the Chamber matches were fun. You know, it was a big shocking moment for Miz to come out and win, especially after Lashley came and whooped his ass. You know. I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, I, I must but, have missed uh, that. Yeah, he must have gone to the bathroom or something. But uh, um, I'll give it like a B, you know, because there was kind of the some couple matches that were just kind of eh, you know, especially that women's tag, which is kind of eh. Um, you know, so yeah, 
definitely wouldn't give it an A like you guys because I'm not a Ms. Mark. Uh, we, we like to refer to ourselves as Misfits. Ah, gotcha. Really? Ms. People call themselves that? That's apparently that's, what he calls his fans, right? Misfits, yes. That's been the name of his fans since like 06. And then we who when he didn't have when he didn't have fans back then. Yeah. Did, did you not get the official Before he even had fans. The mails? No. We're misfits and we're supposed to hoorah. Yeah, no, I uh I missed the hoorahs. Missed them. Mm-hmm. The hoorahs. Hoorah. And we have to wear hats that have like the middle cut out so we can faux hawk. That was also part of the rules. I don't I don't know if you you said you didn't get the, the memo, so... No. I, I, it wasn't shared with non-citizens back then, so... Would you, would you, like, me to, uh, would you like me to forward you the pamphlets? Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, all right, so, yeah, fun show. Uh, and uh, all roads, of course, uh, now leading to WrestleMania. Uh, we've exited... Uh, the elimination chamber, and now we're getting on the fast lane to WrestleMania. You like how I say that? Good segue. Um, uh, but on the road to WrestleMania, we're gonna have a match, a WWE Championship match this Monday night on Raw, live on the USA Network. The Miss will defend his championship against. The man who cheered for the Miz during his match at Elimination Chamber, Bobby Lashley, who played no part whatsoever, of course, in in, in his in his victory. We'll we'll see. Um, we'll we'll see. I, I just I don't. Miz doesn't have time for this. He just doesn't. He just doesn't. Like he's got all of the WrestleMania press. That he has to do now as WWE champion. It's just too much of a responsibility. It's, it's... <sighs> so do so you think he's keeping the title this time even gonna be a match? I mean <sighs> he just he just doesn't have time for it. Uh, Shane O'Mac is back, and it looks like him and uh, Braun Strowman don't like each other. So I got to say, that can only lead to one thing. Gotta Shane, uh, jump, Shane jumping off some high stuff. Or getting thrown out of some high stuff. Okay, yeah. um, so what's the over-under of Shane jumping off the pirate ship? Uh, well, if anybody can do it, I mean, he's one of the very few that can basically – almost do whatever he wants and not get fired, right? Because yeah. Kevin Owens wants to do it, but I can guarantee yeah. I can guarantee you Shane will do it first. Yeah. And Shane will say, that's my spot. Nobody else can do that. It's my spot, brother. Uh what 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 else we look I mean we are, we had the main event for WrestleMania. Uh I mean they haven't announced anything for Fastlane. Fastlane is happening in less than four weeks. Um, in uh, in the Thunderdome. Uh, but yeah, they so haven't announced anything. Four weeks from last Sunday. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Same thing. 
English is not my first language, remember? Oh, no, no. I, w- I was just clarifying that we were talking about four weeks from last Sunday. Yes. So, so yeah. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see what, you know, uh, what you know, what we encounter on the road uh, to WrestleMania. Uh, somebody, I just want to, I just want to go out on record and say that I hate Fastlane because we know none of the titles are going to change hands because WrestleMania well, plans are already made. It's a stupid well, pay per view. There's no such thing as stupid. I disagree. You're right. Taboo Impact Tuesday Wrestling is still pay per view. Taboo Tuesday was actually a kind of fun pay per view. Double Tuesday, as Snitsky would say. It wasn't his fault, okay. Uh, but what we do know is, uh, well, uh, in NXT, people just can't get along. Um, no, let's no. You know, no. Johnny Gargano has found Austin Theory, but we're not sure what kind of Austin Theory we have. You see, even the real may, may the real Austin Theory please stand up. I mean, what did Loomis do to poor Austin Theory? I mean, I guess Sexton. So, so, some people can say, you know, you get what you dish out, right? Some hands, boy, can only imagine. Um, but yeah. Uh, he looks a little weird. Uh, I don't know. A weird before. Yeah, I'm, I'm well, just glad that not creeper weird this time. There I'm just go. glad that Johnny is a great parent and is noticing changes in his his protege and just immediately taking him to therapy instead of just being you know the the adult figure in his life that just completely ignores the, the, the signs. Um, so good for Johnny. Um, good for Candace. Um, Indy needs to get her head on straight. I don't know what's going on in her head. But um, Austin will be okay. Austin will be okay. Johnny will show him the way. Well, I mean, you say this, but... Did he really, though? He will show him the way. The the only way that he showed is the way to lose. I'm sorry. Didn't he beat Kushida clean the week before last? He cheated. No. No. All right. No. that, That is still under review. I hear that the Supreme Court is uh, has suspended all other cases because this takes precedence over everything else. Uh, more to come on that. But yeah, Dexter Loomis defeated Johnny Gargano. So I guess he, even though the hiccup quote-unquote win a takeover, Gargano is back on the way, way which is losing matches. I mean, wouldn't you say that – what is the record in the last five matches? One and five? I mean, That would be sure. six matches. Okay, fine. I meant one and four. Okay? Just so we're clear. 
One plus all five four, six. All four members of the way have lost uh, a, a match in the last, what, seven days? Or ten days? Whatever. I can't count these days. All that matters so, is that he won at TakeOver, and he's still your North American champion. For now. I think for you now. said that earlier, too. And he's still your North American champion. Yeah. So, it's yeah. okay. It's okay. There's already trouble in the way. Uh, poor Leon. He had a rough night uh, on yes. Wednesday night. Uh, I, 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 Isaiah, Isaiah Scott, you know, beat the destroyed out of him. Yeah, I mean, Swerve, Swerve was taking it to, to him like he owed him money. It's Swerve's house, baby. You're, we're just renting it. Yeah. Um. And uh, Ma- Malcolm Bivens there. Uh, I guess uh, he's representing, uh, you know, Scott and. Uh, I don't hate it. Nice to see uh, Michael Bivens there. Um, and the real Chuck Taylor. Yeah, and screw Chuck Taylor. Uh, what did I, he do uh, to you? Oh, he, he, nothing. I just don't like him. Uh, All Chuck Taylor tries to do is manage people on NXT, find the new diamonds in the rust, and, and all you do is give him all this hate. Right. He, he's not aware um, of the Chikara thing. It's okay. okay. Patrick's not aware of that. It's okay. I get my pops from it. I, no, I do. I, I'm just saying. Still, I just hear the name. And I see that face in my head. And I cringe. Okay. Just. So All right. Here's uh, right. <laughs> he's always stark in an untitled match. And guess what? Tony wants another match. She was a one-on-one opportunity against the champ. Of course, Io Shirai, you know, like the champ that she is, you know, in other words, I'll translate what she said in, 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 you know, because she, I mean, even though she did speak English, English, whatever. She's, I don't know what that, what that whole thing was. I don't know what just happened. Did Patrick English is not a person. No. I was middle of a thought and I switched it. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Io Shirai accepted the challenge and looks like we can get Io versus um, versus Tony at, at some point. I guess uh, it's going to have it two weeks uh, in, on, on NXT live on uh, w, oh, not w Network, uh, on USA Network. Um, yeah. Uh, ZLE defeated Cases. Kentazaro and well, mm. beat the crap out of her too. She purged um, her. Yeah, and Mei Ying in, in total control. Um, so yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. Uh, I, I like th- this group here. This uh, new Zaylee looks dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we had a tag team match of no consequence. Moving on, Karen Cross defeated the Cruiserweight Champion in a no DQ match. Um, somebody try to make sense of what's going on here. We get Karen Cross, a huge heel, acting like a bully uh, against a Cruiserweight heel. 
Cross is not really a heel, though. Yeah, is he is. he not? He has done nothing to show that he's not a heel. But he's also really done nothing to show he is a heel. He just wants to beat people up and keep his title. He beats people up out of nowhere. I mean, he bullies around a cruiserweight. Of all the people he could have picked I mean, picked to on, be fair, Santos picked... Escobar picked the fight. I mean, look, to be fair... Santos was the that... one that put Karrion's name in his mouth. Look, to, to be fair, Santos Escobar is not going to be a cruiserweight very much longer. You know... Uh, we know him. He can be a, a future star in the business, in the in the Fed. Uh, but I don't know. It just feels so weird the way that he's come at Escobar. But yeah. but that's the that's the whole thing. Is like Escobar came at him. He was the one playing around with the tarot cards to start with, and he started the whole TikTok thing before Carrion even come back from injury. So Santos was the one that had Carrion's name in his mouth. So Carrion just was like, you know what? Hey, you want it? I'll kill you. And essentially, that's what he did. He picked apart Yoquan Wild. He picked apart Raul Mendoza. <laughs> and he definitely picked apart uh, Santos. Sorry, I just you, found something weird. Did you just call him Joaquin? Whatever his him, name is. He called him Joaquin. Yeah. I'm just going to start calling Joaquin. him DJZ. I don't care. Okay. Do you know Joaquin Phoenix? Not really. I you see the Joker? No. Uh, Walk the line? No. Ladder forty nine? No. Signs? No. Okay. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. 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 So DJ Z and Raul Mendoza got absolutely destroyed. And then he destroyed Santos. And, like, Cross is like Frankenstein. They were throwing everything at him. They even, like, hit him with a truck. <laughs> and, and he didn't care. Like, that's cool, I guess. I guess. Uh, it was a good match, though. I enjoyed it. Look. Can Karrion Cross become a babyface? Yes. <sighs> Can people get behind Karrion Cross? Yeah. Yes. Beating up a quote unquote cruiserweight is not the way to go. I mean, not the way. To go. What should it matter if they're a cruiserweight or not? Because it's it's a big guy. I mean, and Karrion Cross, Cross is has a really like twenty pounds guy. on him. It's not like it's. The Big Show versus Rey Mysterio. No, and well, you also can't see that anymore. But yeah, no, because Karen Cross is made to look much bigger than he is. And from the right angle, he looks like a giant that you can't teach. Escobar is two oh five. Literally, I doubt he's actually two oh five. Um. He's just probably billed at 205. And Cross is 265. So, eh. Mm. Yeah. All right. But at the end of the night, we get. Cross uh, was trained by Disco Inferno? What? Really? That's ridiculous. (laughs) What? Uh, 
talk about disco fever. Holy shit! Okay, sorry. Continue. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I totally lost uh, my my train of thought there. You uh, wasn't expecting that one. Uh, um, where was I going with this? Probably to the one thing. I yes, undisputed era. Adam Cole comes out, and well, you know, he tries to expl- explain himself. Shows regret. Shows like he he feels bad. Out comes Roddy, and he yells at him some. I mean, Roddy's confused. You know, he's just like, I'm just here to to have a good time. What 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 do you have to mess up a, a good thing? You know, and Adam, now you got now you got Kyle all mad at you, and I'm not getting the way of that. Um, yeah, Adam seemed to be jealous, but you know, but I guess he wants to mend fences. We'll see how that's gonna work. Out comes Balor, and Balor starts beating up on Cole. Of course, Strong looks out for his Undisputed Era member. And then now Strong is fighting with um, uh, w- Balor. With, uh, Balor. Uh, super kick later, Balor's down. One close line later, now Adam Cole is down. Then Adam starts crying. Uh, then Strong comes, and, you know, and then... Pets him, I guess, or whatever, comforts him, and uh, yeah, a, one little blow later, and a super kick, and all of a sudden, um, uh, Adam Cole, yeah, it's, world, baby, it's uh, everything is destroyed. What was undisputed before, um, it, it's no longer undisputed. It's not about four brothers, this is and has always been about Adam. Cole, baby. Yeah, it is Adam uh, Cole's era, and that's the only thing that is undisputed. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's Adam Cole. It's always been about Cole, and when he felt it wasn't about himself anymore, he took it apart to make it about him once again. And now everybody's talking about Adam Cole. Um, you know it. Yeah, a little heartbroken that Undisputed Era is done, but um, I think it'll make for some good matches between them all. Um, Poor Bobby, you know. <laughs> I know. I think I think there's going to be a thing where in a week or two, Bobby comes out and tries to talk some sense into Adam, and Bobby gets the shit kicked out of him again. Like Bobby will come out on crutches or something, and I'll be like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" And it, Adam Cole will get even more heat by beating the shit out of an in- already injured Bobby. Um, like. Bobby's just sitting at home watching this whole thing implode, and he's just like, "He's like, no, what he's the like hell? texting people, like, why did you, why, why did you guys say any of this in the group chat? You know, like, I've been trying to talk to you guys for chat. a week, and like, nobody's responding. What's happening? What's and happening? Why I gotta find out? When, why I gotta find out when everybody else does? That's fucked up. <laughs> um, why can't y'all let me in? Let me in on the no- knowledge. Um. Yeah, I think, and so I, you know, Kyle'll be out for a, you know, few good weeks, and so he'll have his time to. We'll do, you know, Cole and probably Cole and Strong first, and then 
you know, once O'Reilly's healed, which I'm guessing will be takeover around Mania time, maybe we'll have the, that big match. Possibly, the first time. Yeah. Um, maybe, I don't know. I, I heard I, th- I heard somebody say something about Balor wanting to defend the NFC Championship at WrestleMania. I'm okay. Which might not be a bad idea. I mean, it's two nights. Might as well just yeah. put the big, the big, you know, the big match there. Put one or two uh, NXT matches there to just. Uh, I mean, technically, last year we had the NXT Women's Championship defended. Right. Somebody. Um, yeah, but I'm just saying, like that, it's yeah. not unheard of to do that now. No, yeah, for sure. I wouldn't mind it, honestly. Wouldn't mind it. It would just need to be treated with importance. You couldn't have it on like the pre-show or like an opening <laughs> match. You know, you have to yeah. put it. I guess you don't want it to to feel more important than the main roster titles, but at the same time, you don't want to make it feel like it like it's worthless. All right. Listen, you can't blame Adam Cole. All right. How how many years did he spend in the Ring of Honor carrying the kingdom? Then he come. Then he joined the daily. They he used the the universe, uh, and now he has to carry the undisputed era. I mean, you you can't expect Adam Cole to carry everybody and then just get nothing for it. You know, he just felt a little unappreciated. Well, he's now gonna he's now gonna get a very angry Roderick Strong. When very angry Roderick Strong, that means he hits very hard. So he's going to turn yeah. that chest into hamburger meat. Yeah. Well, it'll be four to six weeks before he comes back. So. Yeah. He gets no, not Roddy. I mean, Roddy's Kyle, got four sorry. to six weeks. Yeah, Kyle. No, Kyle. I'm saying Roderick will be yeah. be Adam Cole's sights first. And Roderick, a very angry Roderick, is going to hit very hard. Very hard indeed. We might get the return of the Messiah, the backbreaker. Well, he's kind of always been that, but it's just yeah, been just like that... 19 backbreakers per match, you know? Yeah. Well, he also hasn't been in a whole lot of long singles matches either. Mm. He's been he's been kind of prime. I'm, I mean, he's been a singles champion, but he's primarily been with the tag team. Yeah, for sure. Or multi, multi-man matches. Now I get to go back to uh, disliking Roddy. So why do you got to dislike Roddy now? He's he's on the good guy side of this whole thing. Yeah, but if I never anything, liked Roddy before Undisputed Era. So and then you found out that he was really good and you liked him. Why he do you got to dislike him now? He was good when. Yeah, I'm just messing with you. I've been a Roderick Strong fan since like 2003. That's why I'm like, why the fuck Gen you got to be mad at Roddy? Yeah, Generation Gen next, next, Roddy. Yeah, that's where he was Messiah of the Backbreaker. <laughs> All, he would, chops chops All he would do is chops and backbreakers. Chops and backbreakers. Chops and backbreakers, brother. <laughs> Just like the wackiest way you could think of to hit somebody with a backbreaker, he'd do it. Yeah. Well, as as, as everybody is wondering about their futures uh, in NXT Shh. and in uh, WrestleMania, uh and everywhere else, uh, the is also focusing on their future. Uh, and, you know, speaking of the future, just brought in one of the largest, if not the largest class 
the new class to the Performance Center um, announced Bronson Rex Steiner, the son of uh, former tag team champion Rick Steiner, joins um, uh, the WWE PC. Or he, uh, of course, is joined uh, by Taya Valkyrie, uh, the wife of John Morrison. Uh, Sean Riker, who we who we have seen coming as LA Knight uh, on, on NXT, is also part of uh, the roster. Angela Arnold, uh, she was uh, known AQA, in the independence yeah. as AQA, uh, a, a student, a pupil of Booker T. She's pretty good. I don't know if any of you have ever seen her. I haven't seen her uh, stuff, no. Yeah, I saw her for the first time ever at Shimmer two years ago against AK. She's pretty good. Uh, and then, uh, well, you know, an incarnation of Brock Lesnar, Parker Bodrox, Bodrox, whatever. Sure. Yeah, you can't say Joaquin. It's okay. We're all right. No, English yeah. is not my first language either, so that's my excuse. Spanish is my first though. language. But that's not English. Uh, and Joaquin is in Spanish. <laughs> anyways, uh, all right. Uh, Anthony Henry, who comes from Georgia, he's Georgia's own. Um, I think, well, he lives in Georgia, whatever. Uh, somebody who we've seen over the independence for a long time. Uh, who Similar story as Ali, though. This guy was, he was ready to call it quits. This was supposed to be his, last year was supposed to be his final year. COVID extended that. And what it looked like to be his last year in wrestling became his last year in independence. Now he is uh, a WWE superstar. Good for him. Uh, Chance Barrow, who is uh, known more as one half of the Bravado brothers, Harlem Bravado. The other bravado retired, I believe. So yes, um, that's my uh, thought. Uh, Teresa Serrano, known as Zoe Stark, who we saw uh, debuting the women's uh, Dusty Rhodes Classic, and of course uh, wrestled this past Wednesday at NXT. Um, pretty good. Christian Brigham, uh, who's known in the independence as Christian Casanova. Uh, Priscilla Kelly, our one of our favorites and everybody's favorite harlot, uh, you know, a, a product from Atlanta here uh, who is also being seen in the uh, Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic uh, known as Gigi Dolan. Uh, let's hope we get a name change there. Um, Drew Casper, who's, uh, whose brother's already the PC, uh, his brother Jacob Casper, uh, yeah, it's also there. Uh, he was uh, a football player, I believe. Uh, no, I'm sorry. No, he's a he's a, he's a college wrestler, wrestler, all American. So that should go well. Uh, Brianna Coda, of course, she's known as Cora Jade. Also, uh, you know, you know, did uh, debuted in the WWE in the Women's Dusty Rhodes Classic. Uh, Christian Hubble, who is um, was well known as Blake Christian uh, in Independence. He uh, mostly has recently been featured in um, in New Japan Pro Wrestling and GCW, and uh, had a very very short 
uh, stint. Uh, they are a pure purchase on impact. Uh, Matrick Belton, who uh, uh, apparently he's trained in CCW. Interesting one. Um, I, I, I believe uh, was he? No, he was not. I, I think one of them was one of these people were uh, signed by uh, were trained by Jimmy, I think. I don't know. I can't remember. Well, all right. Uh, Cameron Clay, uh, who wrestled as Cameron Brene. Um, Joe Ariola. Yeah, neither am I. Um, Joe Ariola uh, is another collegiate <laughs> wrestler. His last um, name really looks like it's pronounced Ariola. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how about Joe Nipple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Taylor Grado, uh, who wrestled in the independence, is Avery Taylor. Uh, and okay. Carissa, Re- Carissa Riviera, who also wrestled in independence. Uh, I don't know under what name. Carissa uh, Riviera. Carissa, yeah. Carissa she's, Riviera. She's actually on our, she wrestles on our homework this week, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, you're right. Mm. I have a short. She's hashtag memory. Team Adams, boys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 uh, people. New uh, recruits. The, the, the new class um, of the PC here, its biggest ever. Uh, and you know what? Hey, we may end up seeing uh, you know a, a lot of names here. You could say are, if not getting ready to be uh, main, you know, main roster ready. You know, some people, some of these guys are are ready to be uh, to make an impact uh, on on the WWE. So can't wait to see what what comes of it. But yeah, lot, the future looks bright in uh, NXT and the WWE. Uh, while it looks, while the future looks bright in WWE, the future looks white in AEW, as uh, All Elite Wrestling has signed yet another former WWE uh, wrestler in the artist formerly known as the Giant, the artist formerly known as. The big show. Well, <laughs> uh, has become all elite. Hey, uh, he do you remember? A- do you guys remember when they said they weren't going to sign all these WWE people, and they were going to be different? And here they are. They are. They are different. Signing, signing WWE people. Yeah, they're signing different WWE people, but they're, yeah, they're definitely. They're definitely. I don't know. They are different because they are doing what they say they wouldn't do. Now, when you say you're going to do something, you do it, right? So they're being different by not doing what they said they wouldn't do. They are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. No. So, yes. So now all these Paul White are going to be a full-time commentator for for AEW's second show. Not on the, the TV, but on YouTube. Light. 
AEW was Evolution or is it really? Whatever. I like Something AEW like Light. They have AEW Dark. They need AEW Light. I I I don't I don't make this up. Stupid. Uh, so stupid. So yeah, are we finally gonna get Big Show versus uh 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 Shaq? Uh, I don't. Well, probably he's also going to be a part-time wrestler. So AE, so AEW Dark Elevation. Oh, also on the YouTube. That's on worse. YouTube. I'd rather it be Evolution. Um, evolution sounds. So cool. it, it is going to be Tony Schiavone and Paul White as the commentators. Paul White apparently signed a deal as a wrestler slash commentator. So there is a chance that he, he comes back to the ring for yeah. All Elite. So he, he'll be commentating on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube. Can he just uh, with Tony commentate as Captain Insano? Now, here's the thing here. Guys, let's... Captain Insano shows no mercy. Captain Insano shows there, no mercy. There is one reason. There, uh, one reason only. Um... Why the commentary team of AEW is the way it is, okay? Um, you got you got to you got to look at who you have uh, in your in your personnel, all right? And listen, no no offense to Jim Ross, uh, you know who who has forgotten that he works for AEW and you know calls. Their champion, the WWE champion, uh, or Tony Schiavone, who who's been out of wrestling for so long. You know, he's been covering what AAA baseball for a while. Yeah, maybe some football. You bring these two guys back from semi obscurity. You need an Excalibur because Excalibur is one, the only person who knows most of this roster and all of the names of the moves. Okay. Look, let, let's be honest. Do I know the names of all the moves? No, yes. I don't. Oh, no, you know? no, I don't. Patrick doesn't. Not the names. All these make made up names that the millennials have come up with in the last 10, 15 years. I, I, I don't know most of them. Uh, that's that's why one of my see, and this is a tidbit. Look, I only did commentary for like three shows ever in my life, but you know, it's not about what you can do is, but it's about the team around you. And, you know, that's why when, when I decided, like, sure, I'll try this, I needed somebody who could back me up and cover where I wasn't strong. Danny was that for me, you know, and Danny has taken that and flourished. Well, thank uh, you. Yeah. yeah, Danny has done a great job. All right. So I knew, hey, Ali, Danny is much in touch with these moves than I am. All right, so it's like we had a plan. We worked well for two, three shows. Then I moved on to other things, and Danny took the ball and just is doing great. But here's the thing: Scalabur is there solely for because he knows the 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 workers and he knows the moves. He knows all the flippies. <laughs> That's all yeah. he's there for. And then you know, people like make fun. People make fun of uh, Vince McMahon's commentary because, you know, he would say things like, what a maneuver, kicked out of two, what a great move, but never actually called the moves, right? I yeah. listened to some of the commentary for AEW on this week's Dynamite. 
And great. Tony and JR are literally now doing the same thing. They're just telling a story and going with the flow. While Scalibur's there to actually talk about the history of these wrestlers who have been flipping, you know, in the ring in, in Reseda for the last 15, <laughs> 10, 15 years. Uh, while you, you mentioned Indy, yeah, while, while Tony and, and JR have been collecting paychecks working for companies that matter. Um, so. But when you put Tony Schiavone and Paul White, all right, and this elevation show maybe is supposed to be a another showcase of young guys. Yeah, it, I know it, it, it was a very long way to come and say this may be the biggest disaster in, in commentary history. So it's NXT for, in, for AEW. No, look. Tennessee no, in terms was, of showcasing was, the the younger talent, I think so. I I, I mean, well, that's that's pretty to... much what Dynamite is, or that's pretty much what Dark is, right? Yeah, I mean, so Dark, this is Dark. Half the people, half the people on Dark aren't even signed to deals with AEW. True. They're just brought in for an enhancement role. True. So, what is this going to be? The same thing, just less. You know, like trials and tryouts and, you know, Nightmare Just Factory students and all that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, there's a lot of questions out there. What is elevation? You know, it, it's not going to be the second show to, to TNT Dynamite because it's on YouTube. Um... So what is it? Uh, we, we don't know. We just know that it's happening. We know that it, it premieres on March the 15th at 7 p.m. Eastern. It's just and, a show for them to give away the Raw results three minutes before Raw goes on the air. There you go. Isn't that what Nitro was? Yeah, it's it's interesting that it's happening on Monday nights. Yeah. So, but yeah, Monday I don't know. Good. I don't know if that really will tickle anyone's fancy. Probably I mean, not, I think the AEW show. fans will be into it because they'll. It, it's more AEW programming for them, but yeah, I don't think it's going to like draw in a bunch of extra new people. I think the same fans are going to be interested to watch it. But even then, they may not be all of them. I I assume that not everyone who watches Dynamite also watches Dark. And so I'm assuming that not everyone who watches Dark will also watch Dark Elevation. No. Dark 2.0. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't watch Dark. Dark 30. Never have. Um, I watch... Uh, I watch matches from it with people that I, watch, I know, but I don't I, watch I, the I show. I only watch... I pick. I, I only pick and choose stuff from uh, Dynamite. Gotcha. I don't. I don't even watch the whole Dynamite show. Yeah. Ooh. Um. So it's like Velocity. We're on the C show finally. Yeah, pretty much. 
as, as long as it's not like Shotgun Saturday Night. Or hey, Sunday Shotgun night Saturday Night was fantastic for like the first month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When they would have bigger name stars appear and then just kind of went downhill. Yeah. The jobbers. Kind of like Main Event. Main Event was good for the first <laughs> month and then they stopped putting on the Cesaros and then it was um, Kurt Hawkins versus Primo. Yeah. And Lana versus Liv Morgan for the 900 or Lana versus Dana Brooke for the 900th time. Poor oh, Liv Morgan. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Interesting. Now, Dynamite was interesting in itself. Uh, I, I, I didn't get much out of it, but Sting moved okay. And he's cleared. He is, and apparently he's been taking power bombs from a cage. Yeah. Uh, but he just moved. Uh, he he moved very slow, even slower than he did. I guess, you know, in his very, very brief WWE run. So, yeah. so let's, let's be honest, like legitimately, let's, let's be honest here. What's the payoff for this? Because it, if you beat a 50 year old man up, 60 year old man up, you got, you, you beat up an old man. Congratulations. If, if the 60-year-old man beats you up, well, there goes everything because you just lost to a 60-year-old You just lost to man, an old guy, yeah. Um, who was forced to retire because he took the powerbomb wrong. But Multiple not only times. that, like, is 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 Sting's, like, well-being worth it at this point? Like, what does he have left to prove? I don't know. It's just, it just doesn't yeah. make sense to me. It's just to try and get extra people's eyes on the product, I think. But yeah, it seems like there's a weird, you know, yeah, he gets to wrestle and all this. I think that's why they're doing his, um, doing his uh, matches, no disqualification. So he doesn't really have to like get in there and wrestle. They can just kind of brawl around and stuff. Now, is this a rumor on Twitter or is this a legitimate thing? Because I didn't watch Dynamite. I only have so many hours in the day. Is Tully Blanchard wrestling a match? Yes. Are you... Okay. Apparently Tully is, yeah. What Uh, the actual fuck is happening in this company? Yes. Uh, I, I guess this was the only way that you could get... Uh, Marco to to wrestle in 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 uh, in on Dynamite. He, when he, when when Marco wrestles on Dynamite, he either wrestled a child in negative one, or he's wrestling a senior citizen. But we're supposed to take him seriously in this great sport of professional wrestling. Yeah. I I've already given up on AEW. I thought you were on board with it for like a couple weeks there. I was. And then you gave up like that, they were doing that good quickly. Stuff. And then you gave up on it that quickly, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Because the outlandish stuff that WWE does is very minimal compared to the dumb shit that AEW keeps doing. Like, 
WWE is not going to have a 70-year-old man in the fucking ring wrestling. I mean, they had like WWE, they had Goldberg wrestling recently. Yeah, but, but he's, he's not 70. Yeah, he's but he's had he's hey, a spry 55 years old. Yeah, he's less, you know, damaged than Sting. He's hell of a less damaged than Tully Blanchard. So I mean, it's yeah. just I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Maybe it's not for he, me to get. This is your full lineup next week uh, for for um, for AW Dynamite. The Crossroads apparently he's got a title. The Crossroads. All right. Yeah, they give some of the shows. Cr- this is the th- yeah. the, the, the third, right? Bigger than others, right? Uh, the third Crossroads. What? No, this is for like the episode. Yeah, next week. Yeah. So I may be going to this show. So I'm kind of interested. Okay. FTR and Tully Blanchard versus Jurassic Express. Okay, so Tully's Tully's in a six man. I thought it was yes. the way that people were making it sound is that Tully was in a singles match. No. Okay, that's uh, little less. Sha- Shaq and Jade Cargill versus Cody and Red Velvet. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! Uh, the the Dark Order versus Matt Hardy, Private Party, and Hybrid Two. So a whole um, lot of flippy dudes doing flippy stuff. Yes, shit ton of flippies. And uh, let's see. And yeah, Chris Jericho and MJF are going to have a press conference. Uh, and 10 versus uh, Max Caster. Um, yeah. I get to watch Chris and, Jericho, I guess. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and that that match, of course, will qualify the winner to be the uh, Revolution face no face the Revolution ladder match because they're you know, having a multi person ladder match for the number one contender to the TNT title. Yes. So yeah, so that's that's the show for next week. It'll be interesting. Not sure, not not not, not sure how high. I mean, I'll watch the Shaq thing. Um, Why? <laughs> because I love Shaq. Shaq's my favorite NBA player. But as uh, he's a good wrestler? No, not at all. But I love Shaq. <laughs> I mean, um, I get it. Shaq's awesome. I mean, I'm going to skip the six. I'm going to skip everything else, really, because I really don't care about anybody else and anything else that's happening on the show. Um. Yeah. And it's kind of it's kind of weird how, like, Marco is the, while he's the less problematic of the two stunts, he is also the less good wrestler, in my opinion. So, which is a shame. Either of them. Um, but hey, kudos to him to uh, you know, hey, you got paid, right? That's all that matters. Um, but yeah. Uh, interesting. Now let's go over to the other side uh, uh, of, of the of the world. Uh, sad news, or as Way Bear would say, bad news. Um, as we learned that uh, our, you know, Himuro Takahashi is out, is injured, and he'll be gone for at least six months. Uh, with a pectoral show, uh, injury, and he has officially vacated the titles. I mean, the titles, the title, um, and so he 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 is no longer 
uh, the junior heavyweight champion. Uh, and Castle Tech will crown a new champion. Uh, in a three-way also, match. They, in a yes, three-way match. I'm getting match. to that. I'm getting gotcha. to that. Gotcha. Um, uh, also, you know, we, we knew that Hiromu uh, and Bushi were looking for the tech titles. Of course, that's not happening. And there was a title match uh, on the road to show. And El Desperado and Kanemaru. Uh, defeated uh, both Soldier and ELP to win uh, the IWGP Junior Tag Team Championships. So they're your new champs. And with that, we are led to this weekend. We get two nights of Castle Attack. First, on Saturday, we get... uh, Okay, uh, we get Kojima, Tenson, and Tanahashi against uh, the Empire. I already forgot the first word of the United word. Empire. The United, United that's Empire. it. Hey, UE. Yeah, you totally yep. got it. UE. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. He likes like take shots, whatever. Um, Yoshihashi versus Tangaloa. Uh, Hiroki Goto versus Tamatonga, because you know you're splitting the champions and have singles yeah. matches against the challengers. Yeah, um, yeah uh, a, a professional King of Pro Wrestling 2021 uh, title. I mean, t- yeah, trophy or whatever match uh, in, holder, a, yeah. in a in uh, a Texas strap match. Uh, yeah, uh, Toriano defending against Chase Owens. Uh, Tomo, Tomohiro Ishii versus Jay White. This is going to be, uh, in my opinion, this is the match to watch. Uh, my contender yes. for match of the night. And Okada versus Evil in your main event because the Rainmaker is. Because he's the Rainmaker and he's the main uh-huh. event, yes. Uh, so, yeah, that's night one of Castle Rock. Guys, your thoughts. You, we don't have to talk about the entire card, but just. Couple of thoughts on, on on night one of Castle Attack. It's interesting that they are breaking up the 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 tag team rest champions and their challengers into singles matches. That's not something that New Japan does often. Um, so I was a little surprised by that. Um, and then yeah, of course Rainmaker and Evil. They've been building for a long time, and uh, Jay White and Ishii have been building since the G one uh, G one final night of Block competition where Ishii beat him. Uh, so I think it's, it's going to be some really good matches. It's going to be some fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, night two, of course, we open up with a tag team match. Kojima and Tenzan versus uh, Cobb and Osprey. Uh, Ishii, Okada, and Yano versus Owens, Jay White, and Evil. Uh, and then uh, the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championships are on the line as the Gorillas of Destiny defend against Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto. Um, and then the Never Openweight Championship is on the line as the ace uh, Tanahashi will defend against the great Okan. This is Tanahashi's first defense. And then uh, a a new IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion will be crowned as El Desperado. 
will face off against uh, ELP, El Fantasmo, and Bushi in a triple threat match that Danny was alluding to. Uh, and yeah, a new champion will come, will be crowned. And then in your main event for the Intercontinental Championship only, the first time that the IC title has been defended as a sole championship in, uh, in well, over a over year, two years, right? Over a year yeah. since, Wrestle, since Wrestle Kingdom 14. You're right, yeah. Um, and Kota Ibushi will defend against Tetsuya Naito, uh, which I think will, will be the favorite match of night two. Uh, it, it would have been a close one with Takahashi and ELP as they've had great matches in the past. And Takahashi is just on another level. Uh, but with that loss, uh, definitely that match to watch is Ibushi versus Naito. Uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to Tanahashi and, and Great Okan. I like their match at Wrestle Kingdom. I'm excited to see what they can do with the championship on the line. And I'm very intrigued by the three-way match because that's something that New Japan doesn't do that often, especially when it comes to title matches. So uh, for the junior heavyweight title, I'm, I'm very intrigued by that. You know, El Desperado looked great throughout the Best Super Juniors tournament. ELP looked great in the Super J Cup. And, uh, you know, Bushi's just Bushi. He's okay. Um, but uh, the other two guys are really good, and Bushi's just kind of there to maybe take the pinfall probably. Yeah. Now, two great nights this weekend, of course. Uh, very notable in their absence is Suzuki Gun. However... Eric, your thoughts on this weekend's Castle Attack event? El, El Desperado is part of Suzuki Gun. Oh yeah, but I mean most of Suzuki Gun. I'm just saying, like yeah, as, as dangerous techers aren't They're there, old. and Doki and Suzuki aren't there. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I like castles. All right, I like turtles. All right, I like turtles. Um, okay. You like turtles. That's I like great. turtles. Uh, also, of course, uh, officially announced uh, that we are not going to be getting uh, Fantastic Mania this year, um, which is a show that uh, uh, that New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, does with CMLL. They, they team up to... Uh, to just uh, put out great, great, fun shows and uh, uh, nothing this year. However, they did say that their relationship remains strong and they will work together in the future. Uh, yeah, we're just not, not, not getting it uh, this year. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the little, little bit of a bummer because the Fantastic Mania shows are usually a lot of fun. Um, and the crowds really go crazy for them. The crowds in Japan really go crazy for the Lucha guys. Um, so it's always fun to see them react. Uh, but, you know, the, the relation, like you said, the relationship remains strong. They'll do stuff in the future. I think it's just still with COVID. You know, you don't want people coming from Mexico to Japan and that kind of thing could be uh, problematic. Yeah. And now for a mini event of the evening, we are going to look at a show here from. Uh, oh, and sorry, let's not forget. Tomorrow, uh, we get uh, Moxley 
versus Kenta for the U.S. Championship. That's going to be a banger. Can't wait to see it tomorrow night. Um, I will shop on the New Japan World uh, and wherever. I don't know. Is it going to be showing up? Uh, I don't think it, they're putting actual, like, uh, pressing stuff on uh, the Roku channel, but I don't um, think so. Not, no, not yeah. yet. Right now, the Roku's channel is still just kind of previous matches and stuff. Right. So we're going to take a look here at uh, the last of four shows from uh, Women's Wrestling Revolution. Uh, this was Danny's second pick, uh, Widowmaker. Uh, this one is not on the YouTube, so people, feel free to go uh, sign up uh, on uh, independentwrestling.tv. I think that's still the link. I don't know. I got it saved in my favorite. So, and I also have the app on the TV. Um, As as people, I'll give you a chance. If you don't have a subscription, sign up. They usually offer the first 30 days or two weeks for free. Uh, You know, that same gimmick. Um, But yeah, this card had a little bit of everything. Uh, Danny, uh, of course, we are going to watch the no disqualification tag team match. Team C Stars versus BCAD uh, live right now, but a li- a th- some thoughts on why you chose this show and uh, a few takeaways from some of the matches that you like to highlight. Um, well, you know, as you mentioned, it's kind of got a little bit of everything. There were there was a, a lot of good variety on this show. Um, several different tag team matches. Maria Manic beating the crap out of people was was kind of shocking actually um, to see her just coming into her own as the monster. Crusher, the man eater, um, and uh, getting to see the bird and the bee is always kind of fun. And and you mentioned we mentioned Carissa Rivera, you know, was was on here, you know, currently now just a new signee with uh, WWE, and um, and also it's they brought back another legend for this show in the main event. Chris Statlander takes on Lisa Marie Veron, the former Terra, the former Victoria. Um, so I was really interested and intrigued to see that match just because I've, I've always been a fan of Victoria, you know, Tara, her work, and wanted to see how she would do against Statlin. This was part of what she was considering her retirement tour, where she was mm-hmm. going to do kind of a handful of shows and then, you know, kind of definitely step away from active wrestling and, and probably wrestling in general and kind of focus on other endeavors in her, her life. I think she had a restaurant bar or something at one point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, squared circle. So, so I was interested to see, you know, how she did and, you know, how the, the people reacted to her. And and this match in particular was one that I that we're gonna watch is one I wanted to see because oh. um I really like the Team C stars and uh the interesting pairing of Tara Calloway and ha- and Harlow O'Hara. It's a no disqualification match, which is something that you don't always get in women's wrestling. Um, and it definitely gets crazy. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna start at the 58 hour, 45 second mark, or 58 minute and 45 yeah. second mark. So everybody, uh, give you a second to you know. You may be listening live, but most people will probably be listening on demand. Put a pause on the show and make sure you. Uh, you find you log into your iwtv.live so subscription. Open up uh, the Widowmaker show from uh, the from Women's WR. Wrestling Revolution. 
Go ahead, fast forward to 58 minutes, 45 seconds, and pause on pause, whatever you've done. And then in a countdown of five, four, three, two, one, and play. As uh, we uh, ring announcer uh, is uh, announcing uh, Harlow O'Hara and Tara Calloway. Aranda Mika appeared on our watch. Mika Villas, uh, you know, she'll, you know, she'll show up when you least expect it. All right. But you know what? What's what's a Mika Villas appearance without her phone blowing up? Here we go. The girls, as soon as the bell rings, they just beat each other up. The sea stars, of course, we for chairs. The the sea stars, of course, not wearing their usual attire. They mean business. Jeans mm-hmm. and T-shirt. They got the they got the knee pads pulled up over the jeans. They got the wrist tape on. You know, they're old school street fight gear. Just come in your clothes, pull up your knee pads, put on your wrestling boots, and get ready to fight. Yeah. So they look like they're going to swing um, the chairs at each other, but uh, oh, are we doing this and, and O'Hara decide they're going to start it off with a bar fight. All right. So while they're doing this, a quick story. I, I think we took a road trip uh, to North Carolina for a Queen of Combat show. And this is one of those gimmicks where you bought a VIP ticket and get to have dinner with uh, the wrestlers at intermission or whatever in between shows because it was like a double header. And uh, the sisters actually sat down with our group uh, and they had dinner with us. Talked to us Um, for a while. We got to wrap with them for a while. It was a lot of fun. Uh, You know, this was that was a few years ago still. So they've grown a lot definitely since then. Absolutely. still, Still very new. Um, you know, but they've definitely kind of come into their own. They've and they've kind of got to the point where they've started to develop different personalities as well. As they'll wrestle mm-hmm. singles matches without each other, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So they they kind of starting to 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 not they're staying as a team, but they're also developing individual personas outside the team. Yeah, because for a while for there, sure. Ashley was wrestling as Oceana and um, yeah, in. Chikara, but then, you know, Yeah, Chikara. and Delmi wasn't Chikara. wrestling in Chikara at the time, yeah. Yeah. I love that Ashley's wearing Delmi's shirt, and Delmi's just wearing a random just shirt. Just wearing the C-Star. No, it's a C-Star shirt. It's a C-Star it's shirt, one, yeah. It's the one that looks like the... Uh, the Starbucks, Starbucks logo. Starbucks logo, yeah. The one that I have, yeah. Yeah. No. So my only my only default about this match at various points is Ashley Vox's offense looks a little light. Yeah. As far as the match, just because it's supposed to be a grudge match. These teams have fought several times before. Not They've the plastic the matches, trash can. But they they shred that thing to bits. But um, certain times, you know, it's supposed to be a heated grudge. And certain times, Ash's offense just looks a little light. But I guess she's, you know, you're, if you're working a certain style, you're going to work that style for the most part. But that's the only takeaway I have from this match. Otherwise, it's a lot of fun. I really games, like you know? Delmi's wrestling gear. I'm not gonna lie; like she, yeah. she legitimately looks like they just picked her up off of a street. Yeah, like she literally just walked off the street and she's ready to fucking fight now. Yeah, Brooklyn Brawler style. Yep. Harlow and Harlow and Vox trading heavy shots on the outside while Delmi's setting up furniture. She's one of the boys. 
Yeah, Delmi and Ashley are a very fun group. Um, yeah. I think – was it at the same show where we did the dinner with them, where we met them and um, – They still had they Jocelyn made a fish at hook. the time. Yeah, oh, they did have Jocelyn, okay. They still had Jocelyn with them at the time. Um, yeah. We were there eating with them. They do a good fish hook spot in this match later on where they actually fish hook and then drag drag uh Callaway and, and Harlow by by their mouths and throw them into chairs. That was a weak chair shot. Well no. it's yeah. it's tell me you don't want to kill her. Shit, kill her. It's not good wrestling if it doesn't look real. There you I'm go. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So here we go. That you know. Uh, oh, we got a kendo. We, we you know, hey, you know, a, a kendo with a sandman is kind of another thing. She drops it in this side. No, let let let's let's use it. Oh, this oh, is gonna, gonna hurt. Kendo me. Oh, oh. From what I understand, it doesn't matter how you take those; they hurt. Yeah, from everything that I've under, understood about a kendo stick is, yeah, even even when they don't swing them that hard, it uh, it still uh, it still hurts quite a good bit. At one yeah, of the shine it, shows that we went to, I tried to get Sue to cane me, but she wouldn't cane. And me. she's like, "No, I'm not going to break my cane over you. These things." Yeah, are <laughs> yeah. It, it, bring your own cane next time. Maybe yeah, she'll do it. Bring your own cane and let somebody, and then then somebody will hit you with it. She'll choke you with it, but she won't actually yeah. hit you with it. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Trash can spot. Yep. Oh, this would be a lot worse oh. if it was a. Oh come on! That was a weak. Yeah. She, uh, oh, that that camera guy. Bad to be right there to show like. Um, that would have been worse if it was a metal trash can. Yeah. Somewhere in some venue um, up in New York. Did, yeah, this New York this show. Of of course, bad cameramen out of you know are in New York. Yeah. Uh, this, I, this set. Well, I don't have. Has they used to said before? No, this isn't. Been, I don't think they had been in the venue before. Yeah, this isn't WWR's normal venue. This is, if I'm not mistaken, I think I saw it on the the outside uh, crash pads or gym mats, whatever the hell they're called. That this was um, at the New York Wrestling Connection School. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because there, there's a there's a this was like the afternoon show. And they mentioned it during commentary, yeah. like, hey, come, you know, at seven o'clock, we have another show that'll stream live on IWTV, you know. There goes but that yeah, trash was at the can. New, New York Sportatorium, you know, mid century Sportatorium or something. Yeah, okay. I, I just didn't remember, like, if this place looked familiar. Like, it just looked different yeah. from what we're accustomed to and the look of the stage. I mean, I, I think that this may have like been ECW, also like an ECW style stage. Yeah, right? I, I guess it's inside to go extreme with the girls. Yeah, and also trying a different thing with this being on IWTV specifically, yeah. and not a YouTube show. But yeah, uh, B B C A D. What does that stand for? It's B. I don't know the story. Well, Tara Calloway is supposed to be queen of the dinosaurs, so it's more like BC80, like the year stamping, yeah, and AD oh. because Harlow's a, a, a religious figure. So like the, the four Christ and Anyo de Menai or whatever. Yeah. 
apparently they're they're for, they they used to go by Gothic. Yeah, that was with before them they went to BCAD. when they were in. I can't remember where they were at, but they were. It was somewhere um, a specific company where they were Gothic. Oh, in the BCAD. problematic Nova Pro. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like something no one Them and Angelus Lane were were gothic. That got thick. It was thick with T H I C C. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Here's the fish hook. Fish hook. Fish hook. What was shit? Um, we're missing the um. We're we're missing the mascot. What's her name? Um. Jocelyn hasn't been part with them for a while. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. She she was she was a third part of the group, and then I think her and Ashley were actually a couple, and then they yep. split up, and yes. it was apparently not oh. a good split up, so they kind of kicked her out of the group as well. Yeah, that that's pro wrestling for you. Yeah, being young and in pro wrestling, where you where you hook up with your with your partners and stuff. I used to have that belt that Delmi is wearing. Cool. In case anybody was curious. Right. Are you saying you're stylish like a sea star? Yeah. They're not going to be able to lift Tara Callaway, even the no. two of them. They're, they really are a good tag team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, and, the, and the, realistically, they're one of the very few women's true tag teams. You know, there's only a handful that team yeah. together consistently enough to be considered a tag team yes there are women's that you know that team together but they still wrestle mostly singles they wrestle mostly as a tag team don't and then of course they're sisters so they so they train together and stuff so it's it definitely you know yeah helps that way as well and you know what they they they, they have a gimmick oh after harlow with a nasty there big um, knee yeah no knee. uh oh Ooh. oh that's such a cool move the confessional I mean, no, no, I don't mean this in any negative way, but man, I mean, I know Harlow's still young and stuff, but I mean, with a few more years of seasoning, I know that COVID and everything kind of put, you know, slowed down a lot of careers, but man, she, 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 she has a lot of big potential. Yeah, no she's pun intended. But the the sea stars, uh, you know, they, they have a gimmick that's basically here for what you would you say children, right? Kind but of, yeah, it, a little bit. But they they found to, they found a way to find that that gimmick and elevate it into their own and make it something that's actually taken seriously. They, they're, they're taken seriously in in their own way. Yeah, so it's it, kind of it's cool. One of those, it's one of those things that can go either way. Yeah, if they're at more a more family friendly show, they can play it up as kind of more family friendly. But they get then they can play it up as as more serious competitors. At also, and we have a door. Yeah, it's a door, and on the door yeah. is spray painted "Fish are food, not friends." Oh no! Which, of course, is the opposite of what Ashley Vox likes to say, and the sea stars like to say, "Fish are friends, not food." So this is a, a door brought in by Terry yeah. Calloway. I would, I would uh-huh. more agree along with the sea stars. I don't like fish, so fish we're, we're, it's, it's, it sounds like BCAD is having seafood for dinner. Yeah, they look like they're 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 getting ready for. Well, that's oh 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 that that ooh. was uh, she dropped her, but they recover quickly. Yeah, good 
good recovery, but yikes. Yeah. And she turned her into a slam, which was good, instead of just like, oh, fuck, I just dropped you. Oh, okay. So, can she on. get her through? Be awake now. She's the, does she have the light offense of Ashley right there? Yeah. Like only the drop kick barely connected. And I get Here it. wasn't supposed to hit that hard because she wasn't wanting to knock Tara Calloway down. Oh, firebomb? Bye, Ashley. Oh, oh, I mean, kills oh her. shit. Kills her. kills her through that through that door. That was a spike power bomb too. Like oh, she didn't let her go. Yeah. She followed her. Yeah. Held on to Ashley. Ashley just became tuna. Yeah. Ooh. And Harlow's taking it to uh to Delmi now. Trying to position the okay. chair just right for the last rights. Oh! Fisherman DDT Ooh. on the chair. The double pin. The one, two, two that's it. Well, I mean, you could have counted to 100 because Ashley wasn't yeah. getting up. Ashley wasn't getting up, yeah. <laughs> Delby wasn't getting up. Ashley wasn't getting up. <laughs> yeah, fun match. Really oh hard my. hitting, as you can see. Delmi's dead. Ashley's it, dead. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, Team BCAD with the victory. Do what they do. Let's see what I did there. Uh, yeah. Fun match there. Um, interesting match. Uh, two. Two teams uh, definitely are entertaining in their own way. They're, you know, the big bad monsters and the little fish in the sea. Uh, fun match, though. Fun street fight. Uh, no one got killed. Because, you know, we, of course, Ashley lived to fish on another pond. Uh, uh, but, yeah, that was a strong, fun show, though. Uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about next month, uh, what shows we're going to highlight, but we'll figure that out. Uh, a lot more wrestling coming up. Don't forget, check out the Castle Attack shows. Uh, Moxley versus Kent is coming up this week. A lot of fun in the world of professional wrestling. We'll talk about Shag Mac in a square circle and much, much more next week. Make sure you check us out uh, on uh, the Podbean application. Uh, so... Subscribe, Podbean, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google uh, Play, Amazon Music, and iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at FOW Radio. Danny's on Twitter at Danny F and Danger. Mika's on Twitter at Mika Villas. Eric's on Twitter at EJ23X. Uh, 423X. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes. Sorry. EJ423X. Uh, I'm on Twitter at YellowmanPA. And until next time, keep watching wrestling. Quiet on the set. Can we please have quiet on the set?